This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's grab Mitch here to kick off this 3 o'clock hour uh, before we dive back into last night's game. What's happening, Mitch? How's it going, guys? I'm glad you are able to fix the phone because Monday... You know, it's pretty easy to how to operate a phone. You're talking to the receiver. You listen to earpiece. Um, but, you know, today should be Kobe, you know, three years ago. Kobe, they should retire his number, and he would have been great on TV. Uh, what a good man he was. Good family guy. And it was other eight people, too. Could've... And, and just a quick, Mitch, they retired both of his numbers. Yeah. When he was here. Mm-hmm. They did that a while ago. <laughs> Yeah, and as far as I know, Mitch, there's nothing wrong with our phones. <laughs> Mitch, the phones, the phones have been working, unless Jesse lied to you and said our phones aren't working today, Mitch. <laughs> Glad you got your phones back up and running. They never went anywhere. Been, yeah, like, I don't know what he meant right there. They've been running, Mitch. That was one of the other radio stations that you called that phones weren't working. That was he tried to call David Arado after the. <laughs> Well, Damon and Rattle, guys. I can't <laughs> wait till Mitch calls at like 530. <laughs> Damon, KC, <laughs> truth be told, you could probably put Mitch on the air during Run It Back, and he'd have no idea. Yeah, no, yeah. It's very possible. We just let Mitch rock. Don't even respond. Just get back into what we were doing. Mitch will be like, uh, Damon, KC, uh, Squints will be like, what do you want to hear, sir? <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing oh my goodness it's mitch thursday shout out mitch man shout out mitch i don't even know where, where the hell mitch was going with that. i didn't even want to no, find out i was like it, it, he, it, he told me he wanted to talk kings and niners so yeah, he never gets that. there man he never gets there he just doesn't yeah um 916-909-1320 if you want to get in on the phone lines uh matt george concludes uh, Batty Thursday uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Of course, the Sacramento Kings uh, got beat up by the Toronto Raptors last night. Just got roughed up from beginning to end. Uh, bullied all over the floor. I believe the stat is the second time this season that they failed to score 100 points. Uh, they lose last night at the Golden 1 Center. 113-95. Uh, to 95. Uh, Obviously a Raptors team without the best record but a Raptors team with a whole lot of talent, and they went into that game with some rest and a game plan, and that was a dangerous cocktail for the Sacramento Kings. Yeah, they uh, they keep saying they backhanded uh, the Kings last night, man. And, you know, it, it's it's one of those things that happen from time to time, right? Like, it happens. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're going to run into a buzzsaw, as they like to say. Um, another team is just going to have – they're gonna have your, your your number that night. You're gonna have a hard time scoring if you're the Kings. It happens, man. And and last night it absolutely went down at the Golden One Center. Oh boy, nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Our brother Matthew would like to clear his name in front of everybody. Live What's up, Matthew? From from West Philadelphia, born and raised. What's up, Matthew? How my fellas doing today? We I we I. How you doing? Like I just can I set the visual for everybody? We get Matthew on the phone. Kenny stands up like it's about to go down. Matthew's about, on the phone. He's not here. What are we talking about, Matthew? I, I am in the car right now. I can drive to Rosa. <laughs> you driving to Temecula? Meet me in Temecula. Meet me in Temecula. 
be if see if we're going to go down there, we got to go somewhere more attractive than Temecula. That's the whole problem with that thing. Like you got the whole Southern California metro, you pick Temecula. Isn't that like wine country though? They have like a lot, a lot of wineries in Temecula. I don't know. All I know is I'm picking the beach every time over wine country, so I don't know what that dude was thinking. But mm-hmm. that's true. just me. Anyway, so I got I got two, I'm I'm just calling to clear up two things. One. I don't know what tweets you saw, KC, but they were not from me because I am one. You can ask any Niner fan I know. I am one of the only people I know that has not just been trying to like, you know, oh, they're going to win. They're they're going to do basically what they did to the Giants. I don't think that's going to happen. Mm. Okay. Don't surprise okay. me necessarily, but I don't think that's going to happen because to me, these are the two most complete top to bottom rosters in football. Uh, I agree with you. Well, I mean. I, I put I still put KC in there. I I like I I think I think KC oh, yeah. is is and those three they're on par. Those three are the teams. Yeah, and I agree. I I think I think um, I think it's just they they don't have the like top to bottom. Obviously, their offense is amazing, and they have you know they wouldn't be where they are if they didn't have good defense or good special teams. But I don't think they have the top to bottom talent. You know, Mahomes on down that the other two teams have. But that's just my opinion. Matthew, don't try and butter me up. We're going to smack you guys on Sunday. You understand me? You understand me? We ain't playing with y'all no more, man. I've heard enough from your boys in WIP or whatever the case. They've been running their mouth and the callers. They really were on it like 3 a.m. their time. I was listening live. <laughs> I've, I've heard them. And I'm tired of it, Matthew. We ain't playing with y'all on Sunday. I can't, I can't rock with all that. That's, that's just not in your stomach for four hours. That's what I, I, I was telling my that last week and whatever. But it just, hey, it is what, unless you have a game like what the Eagles did last week, it's, it's not in your stomach. That's pretty much it. I do think and it's going to be a really good off. game. I think it's going to be a good game, man. I think it's going to be close. It's going to go down to, uh, go down to the last, you know, five minutes or so. Maybe Great stuff, closer. Matthew. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you as always, my man. Great to hear from you. You don't call very often, but yeah, I always man. know Shout out to out Matthew, man. Yeah, good. I thought, I thought, we got to talk to Matthew. I thought Matthew was trying to make some moves, man. I feel like everybody's trying to make moves until they got an opportunity to make moves and they don't want to make moves no more. Mm. We're vehicles. Real That's real talk, man. Hey, man. That's real talk. That's why it's, 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 a, it's a different ball game. It Them is. lights are different. They are. It's all good, though. Still yeah. love people the same. All the same, baby. All of the same. Uh, them lights were different last night at the Golden One Center. Uh, that's oh. for sure. Yeah, it was just not the King's Night. And now uh, they're heading out on a, uh, on the longest road trip of the season. Mm. It's like, what, what four, 14 days? Yeah. Seven games. Uh, it's an interesting road trip, though. It's I mean, you've got Minnesota in there twice mm-hmm. uh, to kick off the road trip. I, I I don't know the exact order, but New Orleans is in there. You got a couple of games Minnesota, against Indiana, Houston in there. Minnesota, Indiana, New Orleans. Got the Indiana Houston. one. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, Minnesota, San Antonio, Indiana, New Orleans, Houston. There you go. Twice. Yeah. Twice. So it's Houston twice at the end. Minnesota twice at the beginning. Yeah, it's crazy. That booking is crazy. Um. New Orleans in the first Houston is a back-to-back. Mm. So that's the only back-to-back on the trip, but, you know, a little interesting court. Okay. I, I agree with that New Orleans want to be interesting. Brandon Ingram returned. He did. He did. They didn't win. I didn't see how he they looked. They did either. not. Uh, I'm sure he's on a minutes restriction or something. Like I think this. he played like 26 yeah. minutes. He looked uh, – yeah. He looked look like he hasn't played basketball in a while. They're I think he had playing, like 13 though. points. I, I I watched the isolated stuff on yeah. it. It was, it, I, I'm, I'm, he looked like he was out there trying to knock off the rust. That's honestly what it looked like. And I think that he was out there with a the team trying to, hey, we got Ingram back. We've got to figure this out. Yeah. They're not playing well right now. So, And, and, and Ingram's going to help. Mm-hmm. I just don't think – I, I, I do believe, especially when you got a player as uh, – impactful mm-hmm. as Brandon Ingram. I think that takes time uh, to get back involved, to get back acclimated, to get not just B.I. comfortable, but to get everybody else comfortable. Yeah, um, I think that's tough. Man, I agree. I agree, man. So um, they see them on the trip. Yeah. I agree with uh, what Drape said. You know, I said the same thing uh, on the pod, man. I, I, need, I need a four. I don't want to put a number on it, but I guess I am putting a certain number on it. I need above 500 on this one, man. 
you know, if above 500 is four and three, I'll take it. I, I, anything I think, higher, obviously, I'll take it too. I think anything below is frustrating because of the teams. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, a long road trip is is one thing, but when you when you have a chance to beat teams under 500, which they've done with a pretty good amount of consistency uh, this year, and, and let's just let's just be be real. No disrespect. But below 500 means you probably lost to San Antonio mm. or Houston. Probably yeah. means that. I mean, you can I mean, you can still beat those, win those three games, and still be below. But even Indiana, you know what I mean? Like mm. it's a solid team. But and that game is going to be different than the one here. Mm. Like the, the 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 emotion will be different. Though I don't. I'm guessing no one cares that Domas is coming back. Like he. <laughs> will he even get a video? I don't even think he said the word <laughs> pace, much less pacers. Uh, since he's been a Sacramento <laughs> King. Let's get J-Dub in here real quick. Matt George is going to join us in a few minutes, 916-909-1320. J-Dub, what's going on, baby? What's up, man? Hey, I'm just trying to figure out why are uh, all these stars sleeping on Sacramento when they come to play? You know, like John Morant was injured, but suddenly he can play for the Warriors, uh, in the Warriors game. You know, he had Embiid and Harden. You know, they were uh, they had ankle injuries, and suddenly they play the next game. I don't, I don't get that, man. And uh, I just want to say also, I love you guys. Uh, I just moved up here from San Diego. You guys are doing it. Oh, oh, right on, J-Dub. J-Dub, man, San Diego is one of the most beautiful cities in the world. I love going to San Diego. I looked at it one time. Yeah? Yeah, no, it's not my tax bracket. Mm. That is a pricey place to live. You pay for that beauty. (laughs) They don't don't have any... uh, uh, They don't have any... I'm trying to think of a place that's, like, reasonably... You you pay for that beauty. All of it. Because yeah, even in the worst area of San Diego, you're still in San Diego. You know who's uh, from It's probably San 80 degrees right now. You know from the uh, main streets of San Diego? No. Who's the first person that comes to your mind from San Diego? Literally no one. Oh, Nick Cannon. Is he from San Diego, really? Yeah, yeah I would we would have been here all day <laughs> if I tried to guess that. Main streets of San Diego. But, yeah, you're right. It is probably 80 degrees, and it's like um, perfect weather. Yeah, I don't – I, I – <laughs> the Kings have kind of set the blueprint. They can get beat by teams without their without their players around. So they're looking. Hey, we got Golden State next. Let's see. You know that. And and that that was Jaw. That wasn't Stephen Adams. Right. Stephen Adams isn't coming back for a while. Like he's hurt. Jaw. Maybe it was a. Hey, we really want to get that Warriors game. That's our rivalry game. Kings aren't our rival. Um, rivalry week here. Joe. Yeah. Joel and 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 James. One of those things, I guess. Mm. Thing that sucks about Joe, like you know, from a fan's perspective, that's his only trip here. Yeah. Like I'd be, I'd be pretty upset. I don't, I don't want to say upset, like because I, I think I, I get the resting. Pro- I'd be disappointed if Giannis didn't play. Absolutely. I'd be really dis. Absolutely. I'd be disappointed for everyone who was at the Golden One Center that didn't get to see Giannis. Uh, also, look, I know we we don't have to go David Stern dress code, but JoJo, can you not come on the court in house shoes? Yeah, we really that's really I mean, that's that's really loosened up. That, that old dress code is really loosened on, up. Man. The man came on the court in house shoes. You couldn't even put no crocs on? No, no crocs. Uh the ultimate baddie, Matt George, uh takes us home here. We'll talk Kings basketball when we return with the host of Locked On Kings here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. D-Lo and Casey continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. It's been a punchy day over here uh, during the commercial breaks. Uh, we welcome in the main eventer of Batty Thursday and the host of the Locked on Kings podcast reporter over at ABC 10, uh, our guy, uh, Matt George, talk Kings basketball. Uh, not the most fun game to talk about last night, Matthew. Uh, they got pretty roughed up by the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, who cares? The season's over. It's done. Oh, no. So, like, so just, for the, just, oh, no, they've broken Matty McQueen. They, they've bro- just it, ship it. He's bro- it. He's broken Matt George. <laughs> On to baseball season. They've broken Matt. Yeah, well, for that's those, not very good. That's, for the, what's what's Tankathon saying? Matter of fact, Matt, I don't think you can enjoy eight sports at all right now. Thank you, Kenny. That makes me feel better. <laughs> for those who can't see Matt right now, he looks ridiculous. His hair looks terrible. <laughs> he looks like he was uh, eating Doritos. A cloud of rain has just been just, on him. The just, whole time. It's rained on him only. He's drinking McQueen and the Violet Fog straight out of the bottle. Uh, he's drinking a bag of chips. He just he's 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 a disaster. The, the the Toronto Raptors beat the life out of you last night. Hey, some fans feel the pain of our teams. Okay. Mm. Some of us are connected on a spiritual level. When there's no beam, there's no happiness. That, well, that that, that, is, that is true. true. That that is true. Yeah. All 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 kidding aside, what do you what do you attribute to last night's game to? Is that just a a, a, a good team with a better game plan? Because um, they the Kings were just handcuffed all night. Yeah, I think the Raptors came in one with a clear game plan defensively, and and I think the Kings just looked kind of shell shocked like by the, the physicality, the aggressiveness. And, and the word that I used was disruptive. Like the Toronto Raptors were extremely disruptive last night with not allowing DeMontis Sabonis to get any kind of uh, comfortable look at his normal offensive flow from the high or low post. They did a good job not allowing De'Aaron Fox to get to his spots as much as, as De'Aaron wanted to. Now, I think I needed a little bit more offensively looking to score from both Fox and Sabonis last night. And then they were just jumping passing lanes, and there were so many deflections in that game. And then the Kings just kind of played right into those hand, uh, their hands by the ball was stopped, and four guys were watching one guy get swarmed by two or three defenders. I thought it was like a master class of how to defensively stop the Kings. Um, and I think it's a – I mean, Mike Brown before the game talked about – needing to face adversity. Good teams need to face adversity to become great adversity, not just in the playoffs, but adversity in the regular season. And I think this is the adversity the Kings needed to face in the sense that if, if like this kind of physical defense and not allowing you to get to your spots without having to fight for it, that's, that's like the MO of playoff basketball. That's what teams are going to bring every single night in the playoffs. That's where defense and that kind of intensity really picks up. So Sacramento wants to have a hope and prayer of playing their game in the playoffs. They need to learn uh, from a, a performance like this and from battling a, a tested defense uh, like this from Toronto. Plus, matchup-wise, Toronto just has so much length and athleticism. Mm-hmm. It's a tough matchup for the Kings. So mm-hmm. I thought it was like, first and foremost, all credit needs to go to Toronto. They came into the yeah. Golden 1 Center, and they they – Stole the Kings' lunch money. Yeah, for sure. We were having a very serious discussion about the uh, Sacramento Kings, and I'm going to get back to that in a second. While I ask this question, Damien, check Sacramento Kings' Twitter feed and make sure we didn't get Steph Curried. I don't think we did. That's impressive if we didn't. I don't know. But uh, for all those who don't know, there's a, a video with Kevin Herter and getting trying to get him in the three-point contest. I don't think we got Steph Curry. I think that's real. But, oh, no, I, I could – I, I, I could be getting fooled with that. But back to the Kings last night. One thing you did say, Matt, about this is playoff basketball and you got to get used to that and all this other stuff. I completely understand that. But I would say 
They just played Memphis two days ago. And they put up 133 on them. Memphis always comes with it. And I know Steven Adams was there. That's a big component. John Morant wasn't there, but John Morant ain't the muscle. <laughs> John Morant's not somebody like, oh, man, you're not facing the real Grizzlies defense because John's not there. And no, they went up there against one of the, the, the most physical teams in, in the league. They were able to do what they were doing. I think last night was just a, a master class by Toronto. They played a perfect game on the defensive end. No. There's just no way. You think it's a step? There's curve? no way this is real. I, that's, I think it's a step curry, too. I, th- 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 no, there's no way. That's I think one, it's a two, three, four. That's five in a row, including a three-quarters of the court j- uh, jump shot. I think it's a step curry. That's all I'm saying. But if it's not, that's crazy. It's a great video to get Kevin Herter into the three-point contest. This isn't real. Sorry to interrupt. This, is no, this isn't real. <laughs> that's what the internet does. It does stuff like this I, to that's fool why, you. That's why I check with you. I had to put another set of eyes on it. I was like, I think this is Steph Curry, but let me see. If our boss tweets, oh, my God, this is so impressive, you'll know that it's not real. <laughs> Shout out to our girl Stacy who <laughs> fell for the Steph Curry video, hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> but uh, the, the whole point, though, Matt, is um, these things happen, man. It was a buzzsaw last night. I don't look at this as any ringing endorsements or indictments on the Sacramento Kings this year. It was just, it was a one-off. No, I, I agree completely. I think, um, like, to me, I don't think the Sacramento Kings are going to get held to 95 points again this season. Like, that's that's an ama- uh, a tremendous outlier. Like, the Kings not scoring 30 points or more in a single quarter is an outlier for this team. Um, like, this is just the second time this season they've been held to under 100 points. And the, the first time was the Knicks held them to 99. So they just missed it. So, like, this Kings team, we know how good they are offensively. Bad nights happen, and it was a compound of, uh, of actually, like, honestly, shooting-wise, it wasn't a horrible shooting night for the Sacramento Kings. It's just the fact they took 24 less freaking shots than the Mm. Toronto Raptors. And when the Raptors were playing their defense, like I said, it was just too much ball-watching. There was too much ball-watching in three areas last night. Offensively, three or four guys were standing around watching one or two flounder and turn the ball over. Defensively, Two or three guys were not helping on the weak side defense, which led to Precious Achua basically getting layups the all night without even having to try off the bench. And then rebounding-wise, far too many guys were just watching as one king would try and out-rebound two or three Raptors, and that's why there were 11 offensive rebounds and 18 second-chance points for Toronto. Like, it's a lot of compounded mistakes on top of each other. That's why I, I feel like this night is a, a learning experiment uh, experience for the Sacramento Kings in the sense that, okay, You've now seen how teams can stop you. You best believe 28 other teams have seen how to stop you. And it's already known that the Kings struggle with physicality. What the Raptors did was exactly what you need to do to take the Kings out of their element. But the Kings played right into that. The Kings need to find out how they can continue to play their game, get to their spots and run their offense and either negate or take advantage of the physicality of opponents. They're not there yet and they need to try and get there to some extent uh, before playoff basketball begins you what's your concern level for Delmas's turnovers in the last two games I believe he has a thousand <laughs> uh, yeah, close I'm I'm less concerned about the turnovers I'm more concerned about the hands like even on times when he was not turning the ball over he was having a really hard time holding on to the basketball there were a couple times where the ball was knocked out of his hands and they went off Toronto Raptors players so it wasn't a turnover the Kings retained possession I counted like three or four of those last night in addition to the nine times he turned the ball over. Now, I also think the Raptors were were hacking a little bit and the referees were letting him play, which honestly I was okay with. Like, we can't point to the referees and blame the referees for what happened last night. I think the Raptors took seven free throws. So it's like, let's, let's, let's not even focus on that or talk about that. Physicality happens, and the Raptors came in and, and would not allow DeMontis Sabonis to even look for a passing lane or catch a ball cleanly. So again, credit to Toronto. But these last couple of games, Sabonis's had a hard time hanging on to the basketball. And I wonder, is that a is that just something, like is he thinking too quickly or trying to move too quickly without securing the ball? Is it his thumb? I know he cut, I think, a finger or cut his hand on on his uh, the non-injured hand. I guess he has some kind of cut or laceration. Uh, so is is it a proponent of that? Like, I just, I want to see DeMontis Sabonis re-secure the ball first and foremost. And then 
if he starts throwing bad passes and errant passes all the time, okay, then we can start to be concerned because Devonta Sabonis is one of the best passes, passers in the league, period. And if that skill drops off, so does the Sacramento Kings offense, as we've seen. So that's that's my biggest level of concern. I mean, I think an eight turnover and a nine turnover game is a complete outlier. I'm not That's not who Sabonis is, and I'm confident in that. And one of the things I, I think um, I'd like to see DeMontis do a little bit more is – Look for your shot. They're playing yes. you to pass right now. Um, there's, you're going to have to be a little bit more aggressive on the on the offensive end to open those passing lanes back up, or just punish them. You know, punish them with with baskets at the rim, and, and and do that. But right now, because his instinct is always the right basketball move and making passes, you know, they're they're the defense is playing on that. They're they're preying on that right now. So I think he should look to be a little more uh, selfish on the offensive end to to give more. Um, better opportunities uh, to make those passes that he loves to make so much. I, I agree 100%. That's that's exactly what I was saying on the podcast is, on especially on a game like this where the entire team is struggling outside of Kevin Herter and Keegan Murray, who were only scoring just because they were hitting shots on the perimeter and they had some space on the perimeter, which thank goodness Kevin Herter bounced back. I'm still amazed that the Kings had a 12 three-pointer first quarter and Kevin Herter was not a part of it. Yeah, like that just I never would have guessed that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the two of them played well. But when your team is struggling and your bench is giving you literally nothing, and I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point, Fox and Sabonis need to say, okay, get on my back. I, we got to get us back going a little bit. And I thought Fox tried to do it and to some extent. I mean, he still finished with 16 points, did have a double-double, um, w- did a good job distributing the basketball. So I don't think Fox necessarily did anything wrong. Did turn the ball over four times, but whatever. Um, but Fox and Sabonis combined for two fewer made field goals than they had combined turnovers. Like that can't happen. 13 turnovers to 11 made field goals. That can't happen. And in addition to that, I don't think Sabonis got to the foul line. Like if they're going to be as physical as they were with you, you are strong. They call you the ox, not just because it's a, a clever nickname. Like DeMontis Sabonis is strong and he makes up for sometimes his lack of size with his strength. Put a shoulder into Pascal Siakam. You can bowl through Pascal. They don't have, there was no one on that Raptors roster that Sabonis can't at least move. So go at them and try and score around the rim. And if nothing else, get to the foul line. Like, try and score there. If you're having troubles, and if you're trying to combat the physicality of the Raptors, get them into foul trouble a little bit. And I didn't see Sabonis. I know he's a pass-first player. He's always trying to get his, get his teammates involved, and that's led to the Sacramento Kings being a really good team offense. But when the team offense is not playing well and the team or in your opponent opponent defense is hyper focusing in on you sometimes you need to break that yourself and i didn't see that aggressiveness out of demonte sabonis and for a decent portion of the game out of De'Aaron last night something i don't even think i realized uh until now 20 combined free throws last night wow it's the fastest game of the 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 season by far. It was done at like nine fifteen. It was a, a really fast. Game. Oh yeah, they, they 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 did that for me, baby. They did that for me. Uh, but to to, to 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 elaborate on that a little bit further, you mentioned Domas not at the foul line. Neither was Keegan. Uh, neither was Kevin Herter. Neither was Davion Mitchell. Uh, De'Aaron took one free throw. They didn't, they didn't want to go anywhere near the paint, man. And I don't blame them. Well, like, yeah. The, the physicality of the Raptors, they were like, but the Raptors were also picking them up as soon as they got within two feet of the three-point line. Mm-hmm. Like the Raptors were dialed in on, you are not going to be comfortable, period, around the basket. And the Kings did not know how to figure it out. There's one other footnote to last night's game I don't think we've mentioned once today. De'Aaron's, De'Aaron's really got us chill with these technical fouls he's at 10 like they i mean they 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 accumulated quickly yeah he's Uh, tied tied to season high 10 uh, congratulations he's setting season highs all over the place but like (laughs) you gotta be done with him at this point hey hey, man you got a kid on the way you lose money (laughs) (laughs) you got college to pay for pal knock it off relax a little bit you want to talk about this second unit yeah i mean um i i had it all written down but it was like Chemezi Metu had like four points in 17 minutes and and uh, Malik Monk played 20 minutes had like seven points. Trey Lyles had six points, I think, in like 22 or 23 minutes. Like after the, the Memphis Grizzlies game where the bench played really well, Trey Lyles had like 24 in that game. Malik Monk had 13. I asked Mike Brown, like, how does this bench become consistent? Like, where does the consistency come from? And he says it it, it starts with the defense. Like, I believe this team can play good defensively every single night. And if the defense is there, then the offense will come. 
Well, last night there was so little offense from your second unit that your defense had to be perfect for you to bring any kind of net positive to the game. And of course, the Kings defense is never perfect. So you put so much pressure on your starters. And look, I, I mean, I'd say the vast majority of games, the Kings are getting minimum four starters in double figures. A lot of time, all five starters are scoring double figures. So they're capable of doing that. But the Kings shouldn't be reliant upon that. And the bench shouldn't be reliant upon that. The second unit was abysmal. And they need to figure out how to work their way through this funk. And they need to figure out how to get back to being that spark off the bench from earlier on in the season. A lot of it had to do with Malik Monk, but I also put it on Lyles and Metu. If you're if you the starters get off to a rough start, it's your job to try and get them back into the game. If your starters build you a lead, your job is to either build upon it or sustain it. Like that is what you do as a second unit. And then Malik, I mean, there's I think there's even more on top of that. Like Malik is such the energizer bunny and the lifeblood of that game. And another thing the Raptors did really well last night, they completely took the crowd out of that game. That was a sellout in the Golden One Center. It sounded like ten thousand people were there. And that's not the fault of the fans. The Kings gave them nothing to cheer about. They were down like, what, 16 or something like that, or maybe 20 points heading into the fourth quarter, and Scott Fresh somehow still got that building to get loud and fired up before the fourth quarter started. And then credit to the Raptors, too. Keegan hit a big three in the fourth. The Kings got to within 12, and the Raptors snuffed that out within two possessions. So, uh, I mean, all all credit goes back to the Raptors, but the bench was horrible on both ends of the floor, and they need to figure this out quickly because as good as the Kings' starters are, that bench is a difference maker. And when I point to the seven-game win streak the Kings had earlier on in the season, over the course of that entire stretch, the bench was one of the top-performing benches in the league. Mm -hmm. Since then, they've completely dropped off, with the exception of a good individual performance by Lyles or Monk or Mezzi here and there. I think the game shifted when Scotty Barnes was at the foul line. He missed the first one. And the crowd, oh, oh they could taste those cookies. Mm. And then he made, <laughs> he made the second one. and Just sucked the air out of the place. Yeah, you can't get, can't get any cookies. Deflated no beam, cookies. no cookies. Why do you think I look like this? The, well, uh, I, I can't. I got to be honest. I, I, I thought I, your hair is really distracting. <laughs> <laughs> it's really distracting. I'm going for the Kyle Kuzma of haircuts. <laughs> hey, be different, baby. Be different. <laughs> Next week, uh, Maddie coming with the tattoo laden chest and the open open sweater. Don't give this man ideas like Ooh, you know Matt. that like don't the rainbow ski mask. I'm in. I really wish you, you don't like my hair. You're not going to see my hair next. You week. have to be very. <laughs> you have to be care- very careful what you say to Matt because he'll do it. <laughs> the best part of last night's game was the conversations around well that too the conversations around the uh the the media dinner table before um before the game started if if anybody gets a hold of damian barling's phone check the uh the (laughs) the search history on damian barling's phone you'll find the shrek series you'll find all sorts of great stuff someone mentioned there was a shrek like three i was like there's no shrek three what are you talking there's a shrek four i I thought they had a couple and eddie's in all of them i was like i i had i had absolutely no idea and then of course james came and then the conversation got like dark and and then like learning about matt's like higher education was really uncomfortable i actually started a group text when i got home just to ensure everybody that i wasn't stricken down on the way home it's like guys i i made it if i if i can make it we're we're all good it was a, it was a, it was a wild conversation i told you this when i got in matt and you tell me like it the the vibe in the arena was it felt even you know warm-ups and I'm, I'm talking about warm-ups with you know dc and colt shane and like everybody out there it felt it felt like there was a certain level of fatigue uh, know what it felt like it you're 100 right it felt like and i clocked this right away it felt like the kings were on the final game of a long road trip that's what it felt like hmm. it felt like the kings were ready to get home and, and get some sleep in their own beds and, and just like wrap up that road trip <laughs> they're ready to like. get the hell out of here <laughs> this is it's, no, a, it, it's, it's a new nba thing you know it's tough to win that last game in the homestand they're, they're don't ready they say to that isn't that one of them too i think they really do say like yeah the last game of homestand it's, it's tough they're ready to they still got a pack and all been, this other stuff they've it's been home stressful. too long they got to get the hell out of here Brendan Nunez said during halftime, he looked at all of us at one point, and nobody said anything. He just looks at all of us and goes, I think we all need this road trip. <laughs> it's like, are you tired of seeing us? Yeah, like, we've seen talk. each other so damn much over the last month. But now we're not going to see each other till February freaking 10th. Like, it's like no Kings basketball in the Golden One Center for a long time. But yeah. I'm glad to know you felt that vibe in the arena, too, because it Big did. Time. It felt, and I think you talk about the conversations at the media table. I think that, I think it was just the punchiness of everybody. Like, you could sense it on the court. B- before the game 
And, and then, like, you know, just being around the guys who are there every day, the, the you know, the Jasons and the Sean Cunninghams, and it was just goofiness. Or or, or it's like, um, you know, maybe it's like Sundays, right, where it's like, I know I'm off today, but in the back of my mind, yeah, I got, I got, I got work. work, I got school tomorrow. They're like, I know it's a home game, but we about to be gone forever. I'm leaving. I'm leaving now. Everybody was sad. Everybody and, was a little distracted. And De'Aaron's on. Is isn't De'Aaron like on Baby Watch? Yeah, I don't know if they're that close. Like Mark <sighs> indicated like, that it was really close, but I thought it was closer to the All Star break. I didn't, I, I didn't even know they were that close. I uh, I thought they were. I thought she was like four or five months. Oh no! Like I think All Star break is wow. Like I and that's I had always remembered the All Star break being a thing, uh, but but Mark indicated the other day that it like that it was really really close. And I was like, well, I don't know how babies work, so I maybe it is really close. <laughs> Ryan waits till the last minute, and 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 you know maybe 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 De'Aaron's baby's fast. She's like, hey, I'm like, Dad, I'm ready to get out of here and get going. Yeah, I, I it's a lot farther along than I thought. No, yeah, she's definitely she's definitely far along. Hey, Matt, I want to ask you a question. Are the Kings okay. good? Is that a trick question? No, Absolutely, no, they're good. No. Are you kidding me? There, 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 was, ask- there was some question after last night with a lot of people. Uh, I don't know I, why. I, 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 can you – I think people preface it with something. And I think that's what like, – yeah, the Kings are good, but hmm. – yeah, but, well – it's I all, mean, look at the, if I you mean, look at the rest of the Western Conference. I mean, Devin Booker's playing. hurt. Yeah. Like it's prefaced with something, so it's a, a a simple question: Are they good? Yes, and I think and I think it is, and it's fair for this fan base who's been so wounded for 16 seasons. I think a lot of fans are still hanging on to that one piece of oh, it's not real. It's going to come crashing down. Like, and I, I, I feel that. Like, I, I understand that completely. But yes, the Sacramento Kings are a good basketball team. The Sacramento Kings are going to be a playoff team this year. Last night does not change that. The Sacramento Kings are going to be a top six seed this year. I feel very confident in saying that. And at the very, very worst, they're going to be a play in team. And at that point, that would be a disappointment. And look, th- this road trip for the Kings, it's their longest road trip of the year. It's a very gettable road trip. But anytime you go on the road, you want to have minimum 500. Of course, this is a seven-game trip, so four and three is, to me, the bare minimum. Five and two should be the goal. If it's six and one or seven and zero, oh, then we're throwing a party. But if the Kings come out of this road trip and they're still in third place in the Western Conference, like, to me, that solidifies, okay, this team is, this team, like, not only is securing home court advantage in the opening round a best-case scenario possibility, there's a good chance it could become a probability. Now, after the after the All-Star break, teams are going to start to pick it up, and we're really going to see the battle for, for seeding and things like that. And I think it's going to get tough for the Kings taking on more experienced teams who have been there before. But if the Kings can find a way to come out of this long road trip and still be in the same position, that is even more uh, of a clear indication that this team is legit like this isn't just a feel-good story anymore this is not this is what the kings are they are good they're a good basketball team they're a good playoff team they're a top six seed in my opinion minimum in in the western conference this year and a a 25 point outlier game is not going to change that and to be honest with you it's better to learn the lessons that the Kings need to learn from last night's game in the middle of the season instead of getting into the opening round and having game one against the Golden State Warriors or Phoenix Suns and to have them come into Sacramento and do what the Toronto Raptors did. Can you imagine if last night was game one and they sucked the air out of that building as quickly as the Raptors did? Like, that's a wake-up call that the Kings, I don't think, are going to allow now that they've experienced well, something like playoffs. It's all right if it's game one because you just bring the pain in game number two and that crowd gets louder the second right. time around. Right. Yeah. Uh, at least that's what you hope. That's the plan. Yeah. Right, if, if that were to go down. Here's another question I got for you, Matt. The Kings need to make a move. No, they don't. They don't need to make a move. I think they're going to pursue either a backup wing or a backup big. And I know a lot of people are talking about Miles Plumlee, and I get it. Like, uh, fan bases become attached to play. Like, in reality, we're talking about a player who's going to come in and back Savonis up for 12 to 15 minutes a night. I think it's Mason. Like, Sorry, Mason Plumley. Thank Which you. Plumlee there's probably a Miles Plumley. There's probably a Mark Plumley, a Maddie Plumley. There's three Plumleys, huh? There's Plumleys everywhere. At least there's three. no Maddie Plumley though. No, no Maddie Plumley. That's 
that's trademarked. Um, Mason, <laughs> Miles, Mark Plumley. Thank you. He he uh, like he's a good. He's fine. Like he's a fine player. So if, if the Kings want to go out and get that, especially if they're not going to pay too much for it or, or give up too much for it, like okay, if you it, it's an upgrade to the twelve to fifteen minutes a night that Sabonis isn't playing, that would be fine. But that's mm-hmm. like that's what we're talking about. We're talking about moves that are just like okay. Hopefully, hope they work. Like that's what Monty McNair should be looking for. I don't think there's a big splash coming. And if the Sacramento Kings stay put, that's not a bad thing. Like this team is where there are where they're at right now. Of course, they can make improvements, but I expect the Sacramento Kings team to continue to improve and get better in the build up to the playoffs and not limp into the playoffs. Like that's the expectation for this team. So, will I think Monty's going to stay true to what he's always said, which is keeping flexible always going to listen and look for opportunities to improve the team. But he's clearly shown in the past that he's not going to make any kind of knee-jerk reaction moves, especially now that he's gotten his contract. Like, he can sit and wait for either the right move or bring this squad into the remainder of the season with confidence, knowing they've gotten us this far, we're already overachieving to others' standards or others' expectations, uh, and we can continue to try and ride that high. Yeah, it's a it, you you mentioned, you know, not limping uh into a uh, the, the the playoffs and I, I think that's a lot of people's concern and I know that's what Jill Adge was talking about earlier is providing the depth just to get there. Whether the depth matters when you get into a playoff series is another conversation because it 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 probably won't and it, and if it does not to the same degree it would just to get you through the next 30 games because seeing how one Domas gets beat up on a night to night basis seeing how he got beat up by a team last night who just targeted him and said, you know, they've got two all-stars. We're taking this guy out of the equation. Hmm. And they roughed him up more than I think any team has uh, this entire year, uh, at least from our perspective. It looks like they, they, they roughed him up more than anyone else this, this year. Uh, he's taken more punches and elbows to the face in other games, but they, they defended him really well. Now, I think it's just having, as Joe used, in, in insurance. Like, who – most specifically, unfortunately, it's an upgrade over Chemezi and Rashawn. Absolutely, it is. And Absolutely, that sucks because we like both of those guys, and they've had their moments where they've played really well. But I think that's been the biggest issue: is they've been moments. Mm-hmm. You've needed a season where these guys play really well, and it hasn't existed. Also, I'm under the expectation too that that when the Kings make the playoffs and play in the opening round, that Fox and Sabonis are going to damn near play 40 minutes a night. Like mm-hmm. I, that's the expectation yeah. for this team. That's what they're going to do. And he, like you don't care about a long playoff run at that point. Like you would, it would be great to put one together. But opening round, y'all are playing 40 minutes a night because that gives us the best chance to win. Yeah. Even if Mason Miles, uh, Mark Plumley is here. <laughs> so no matter who it is, like those guys are going to play bulk minutes, and there's going to be a. a lot on the shoulders of Harrison too and a lot on the shoulders of Kevin and hopefully Malik Monk figures it out and gets back to early season Monk because the Kings desperately need that too so you always look for a minor upgrade here or there but there's nothing that I believe now of course massive trades could come out of nowhere but in my opinion and based off of my understanding of Monty and where the Kings are at this season there's no big splash move that is worth the risk or necessary for the Kings this year. They don't need that to hold where they're at. I don't think they need it. I think they're good enough to maintain. And then we'll talk about this off season, Mm -hmm. depending upon what happens with Harrison. And we'll talk about upgrades at that point. Once we have the playoff context. Yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. I think what happens with this team standing wise, if they stay in the top six, which I like you, Matt, believe they will um, where they're at in the top six, if they fall out all of that, in my opinion, is 100% on this group that's already here. Like, it's not going to be somebody coming in and, oh, now they're legit or now they can stay in the top six or whatever. It's this group. And if you can add to that and, you know, it doesn't cost too much or whatever, it doesn't take too much away, absolutely. Like you said, you're always looking to improve. But I, I think what's more important is this group that's there right now playing better because I think that's they're capable of it. And, well, they're not playing bad right now. They had a bad game. But I'm saying they're capable of playing the way they have been playing as of late continuously throughout the rest of the season. Well, and here's a flip side way of looking at it, too, that that makes me uh, feel a little bit better after bad games. Is like, Mike Brown has talked a lot about, and other, uh, uh, plenty of us have talked a lot about, this Kings team doesn't have the experience yet. They don't know how to win on that level yet. They've never been to the playoffs yet. But on the flip side, 
can you imagine De'Aaron Fox on a playoff stage? Mm. Can you imagine this version of DeMontis Savonis on a playoff stage? Like, when John ja Morant, and I know the, com- the the comparisons, but bear with me here. When John ja Morant got his opportunity in the play, and that's where John ja Morant became John ja Morant. Yep. He exploded when he got that stage. Yep. De'Aaron Fox is going to do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. De'Aaron has shown in the biggest moments of games on the biggest stage with the biggest spotlight on him that he can be that guy, and he's done it consistently this season in the fourth quarter. What is he going to do in four quarters of a playoff game, in four games of a playoff series? Like, I think, like, I get they don't have the experience yet. But I think the experience that they're finally going to get unlocks that next level, especially for De'Aaron. So they might not have been there before, but once they get there, they're going to show that they belong. And that's another element that we're not going to see during the regular season. Maybe we'll see it at the very end if they're fighting for a final third or fourth seed spot. You antsy about this road trip coming up? Um, I'm antsy because I have high expectations, but I think the expectations are, are valid. Now, you you start with two games against the Timberwolves. That team has been an absolute disaster this year, but I think could be a matchup, a, a tough matchup for the Kings. You got Rudy Gobert, physical. I mean, I love Ant. Like, I think that's that's a team that can beat you. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't beat you twice, but that is a team that can beat you. I think the Indiana Pacers, the Kings wiped the floor with the Pacers in Sacramento. I don't think the Pacers are going to let that happen on their own home floor. Like, I think the Pacers are going to come back with vengeance. Plus, there's going to be the emotional charge of Sabonis's return to Indiana, which nobody has talked about, period. By I the don't way. think there's going to be an emotional charge for Sabonis Poor playing guy, in Indiana. Poor guy, not even going to get a video. Yeah, I don't, I don't even think they'll – oh, did Domas play here? I think they'll completely forget. The question really will be, Matt, is if Tyrese is back next week. Mm. He'll be back. Mm. And I hope he is. Like, I, I hope Tyrese I, I, is back. I don't I think, think it was an be... accident. He said, oh, I'm, I'm aiming to be back at the beginning of February. I, I, I don't think that was an accident. Yeah, no, he wants a little taste of revenge, too, with what happened in Sacramento. And I don't blame him. So, like, there are games on this trip where it's like, I could see the Kings dropping a game here or there. But if the Kings are the team that I believe them to be, if they're a third te- seed in the Western Conference, plus, I still believe, if I'm not mistaken, they have the best road record in the Western Conference right now. I don't know if that's sustainable, but I'm bringing that context with me. Like, this is a winnable road trip. Two games in Houston, you should handle your business. A game against San Antonio, you should handle your business. Like, uh, I I get that it's very possible on these road games for circumstances to happen where you drop a, a winnable game and things like that. And we've seen the Kings have dropped winnable games in their building a handful of times so far this season. But I don't feel guilty or my expectations feel justified based off of how this team is playing. So it is fair for them to live up to those expectations with this road trip. Still the best road record in the Western Conference. That's Things right. have changed a little bit with uh, Memphis losing four straight as the only two teams above 500 on the road in the Western Conference that is wild. are the yeah. Sacramento Kings, who are 11-9, and nine, uh, and the Denver Nuggets, who are 12-11. and 11. It's an entirely different story in the Eastern Conference where you have the 17-9 and nine Boston Celtics, 13-9 and nine Philadelphia 76ers, 16-11 and 11, Brooklyn Nets and still the head scratcher, the 14 and 10 <laughs> New York Knicks, who are 12 and 13 say, at home. At home, that's that's crazy. They need to do the a better Mecca. job at the Mecca. They need to, the New York Knicks fans. They're not going to accept that. They got to do better at the Mecca. Well, why are you that, gassing up? That's my, that's my people. I got love for them. Those are my people. Hey, hey, I will say this. If you ask me right now. Was that real or fake? I'm I'm definitely gonna answer you fake, but I got questions because I just watched it again. The ball rolls back perfectly, like it would on a real shot. Kevin two times. Kevin Herter may have hit all of those shots. Just not. He just might not have hit them in a row. But the idea is to make you believe it's real. Mm. I don't know, man. That is a brilliant job by 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 my people over at the Sacramento Kings digital team. Best best team in the league, right there. Uh, it it absolutely is. Watching it a third time, I don't know. I mean, they're so great. I don't know. I, I would never see like a little glitch or something like that. No, this it, it, this thing. Is, the bottom line is put happened. Kevin Herter in the in the three point yeah. shootout. Put Kevin Herter in the three point shootout. Hell, Matt, we said this earlier. Put Kevin Herter against Harrison Barnes against Keegan Murray. <laughs> Keegan continues to look good. Keegan, man. He's looking good last night. I mean, I know Keegan, Keegan. I mean, the Kings are going to be well represented uh, in Utah. We'll find out shortly if Devonta Sabonis is an all-star. Uh, we'll also find out all-star which starter. starter, excuse me. Well, yeah, we'll still yeah. find out all-stars. Well. Yeah, we'll, 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 yeah, no, you're, you're right. We'll only find out if he's an all-star starter. 
uh, tonight. The reserves won't be won't be named tonight. We'll also find out which media writers have their head up their ass. <laughs> boy, because <laughs> taking a peek at Twitter, boy, a lot of them do. A whole lot of them do. Real quick, Maddie, uh, who you got Sunday? Sadie. I'm sorry, Sa- Sadie McQueen. Sadie, yeah. who, who do you got Sunday? Oh, I got Niners. I'm I'm running with uh, I'm running with Niners all the way through. I think the Niners are winning the Super Bowl. And I'm also wow. uh, selfishly attaching myself to that ship because if the Niners go to the Super Bowl, I go to the Super Bowl. So hey. let's uh, let's uh, let's handle business in Philly there, Niner gang. <laughs> That's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. Niners versus Eagles. No. Oh, I'm sorry. In the Super Bowl, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, are the Raiders still in? No. Oh, Damn it. Forget it, man. Um, forget it. He looked at me and said, "Eagles." Like. I thought you. I thought you were genuinely no, asking. No, I was like, I, are you okay? I, no, like, it's fine. It's fine. You work. You run a sports show. No, it's fine. Team, you should Thank, know these things. We're, Matt. Okay. If so you missed, N- nope. So the nope. NFC Championship. Nope. You if, play. If you and missed any wins. part of today's show, <laughs> and you're listening on the Odyssey app or ESPN thirteen twenty, uh, stick around. We'll come back. We'll run it back. You'll hear from Kyle Draper. You'll hear from Sarah Hodges. And if you didn't get enough of Matt George, you'll hear from him as well. That's all coming up next here on Sacramento Sports Leader. ESPN 1320. Go Kings! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.